So on the last Nerd 35 Tales of Talladega, after the story of my adventures in Georgia and Alabama, Clark added an equally compelling and exhausting tale about hosting a trivia event that was anything but fun. Besides issues he had with the guy who set it all up and all the technological issues, what stuck in my head were the contestants playing trivia and how they were sticklers about everything. It reminded me of people down here who play kickball, dodgeball, softball, etc. I love the idea. You know, we're adults who stay active and be social, so we drink and play fun, easy sports, like the ones I just mentioned. Fine. However, it sucks when some people participate in this joyful affair to relive their damn glory days because they weren't good enough to make it to the pros or they had a career-ending injury and just can't let go the thrill of physical competition. These guys show up with their trick pitch fastball and freaking kickball, their double McTwist dodgeball two-finger cul-de-sac willy throw that's equivalent to a 7-10 split in bowling. <gasps> and the same guys who will take out their female catcher at a play at the plate in co-ed softball. You guys ruin the fun. You take all the pleasure of simply just being able to say, hey, I'm in my 30s and I still play organized something. Now, you douchebags treat it like the Super Bowl. And that there's scouts in the seats, when really the only ones in the seats are your white trash girlfriends, who are probably texting another guy on another team, who's way douchier than you. So in closing, these nerds at the Trivia Clark are the kids who went to the math bowl, or whatever the fuck it is during grade school. These kids won academic awards in grade and high school, but did they ever do anything with their great ability to retain textbook information? Maybe but they continued to ignore actual human behavioral norms. I'm by no means a genius, but comprehending and understanding and participating the word polite, practicing the word polite, it's got to be the equivalent to becoming a brain surgeon because hardly anyone can pull it off. Live from two time zones, it's the podcast, little bitch. The podcast. Now the shit's about to kick off this party, looks whack. Let's take it back to straight hip-hop and start it from scratch. I'm about to bloody this check up, everybody get back. That's what my opinion is. Better get ready to take your pants off, because it's time for the podcast. So yeah. By pants off, I mean just listen appropriately on your device of choice. Respectable. But John, we talked about before the show, we were going to do a little... Start off with a little news, and you opted to take Pennsylvania. So I'm dying to know what's what is happening in the Keystone State. Brewing. Yeah, it's like a cool loophole. I can do Florida or I can do Pennsylvania because I've been from, from both. Or Tennessee because you, you, you got a kid there. A... What? What? I mean, no. Uh, Boiling Springs, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania mm. warns hikers, hunters, of possible danger on game land. What? Yeah, so Danger. you understand what that means, right, Biscardi? Like when I game. read that, I was like, "Danger on game land, like a like a amusement yeah. park." No game land. So I, what bears are? So now the hunters are becoming the hunters. Dude, okay, this is strange. The Pennsylvania Game Commission says hunters, hikers, and others who use a state game land in South Middleton Township should be on the lookout for spike strips that could puncture a tire or foot. <clears throat> a hiker recently found a piece of wood with exposed screws on state game lands 305 on the Cumberland-York County line between blah, blah, blah. 
Wild, wildlife conservative officer Barry Leonard said the screws were pointed up from the ground oh. and, the, and the board was hidden on a trail. He said the board appears to have been placed on the trail intentionally and with the intent to cause harm to people, animals, or equipment. Yo, wouldn't you just pretend to have stepped on one of the screws and been like, oh my God, <laughs> and see if anyone comes out to get you? Right, and then ambush the tra- like these, these people don't watch Game of Thrones, obviously. That's right. a trap. They should be creating a trap with, uh, you know, shard pieces of combs at the bottom and a nice light blankets when they step on it. That ass is yours. <laughs> so isn't that strange? Someone is putting screws through a piece of wood, putting it on a trail, and hiding it under, like, leaves. To so thwart hunting? So someone eventually steps on it? I guess maybe that's what it is. Ooh. I just hope at one point there was a guy out there hunting that looked like Robert Muldoon from Jurassic Park. And when he sees the wood, he goes, what? We're being hunted. Because that's what I would do. I would just do references. Clever girl. Clever girl. Right. It's like to thwart hunting, although that you're hunting yourself. Is that what it's for? Ball of irony. I don't know. Yeah. I guess. That's a pretty lame reason. I think it would be better be, if it was just some like, psychopath. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. The animal kingdom is just getting together, having a big powwow. It, it, how, it was yeah. a deer. How do we handle the humans? We have to work together. <laughs> right. right. It's, it's Animal Farm. Game commission officers are investigating the incident and looking for any other devices that may be in the area. Wow. Anyone, anyone with information should call the game commission South Central... South Central Regional Office at 814-643-1831. So that's... uh, Listeners out there from the Cumberland and or York area of Pennsylvania um, might want to sit a few plays out. Right. Yeah. Sit this one out. It's our highest demographic. If you're a hunter. Where is this place? What's, uh... What's happening up there in the island of Staten? I saw they caught that guy in Jersey. They caught the the guy in Jersey, yeah. Um, That prisoner we mentioned on Friday? Yeah, they they, they did catch him. He's back in custody. Uh, Let's see. Scumbag Bill de Blasio. Uh, Apparently nobody wants to go to his birthday party. And he blames uh, U.S. racism for Puerto Rico's money problems. Yep. His birthday party? What he had yeah, like yeah, a public birthday and everybody showed up. Their backs on him, not just the cops, even even his invites. Nobody wants to go. Even his wife. It was birthday party. Let's see here. Racism is to blame for Puerto Rico's dire fiscal situation. Mayor De Blasio charged Saturday. The backs of the United States Blasio. government turned on them. While a health care crisis grows, a humanitarian crisis grows, the Zika crisis grows, and that's Zika. all. Zika. Equated to. Um, He's not having all, a good year. Uh, He's not having a good year at all. Yeah, that that is all dependent no. upon racism, I guess. The Blasio. Blasio. And let's see what else has happened. This is kind of interesting. So it's all due to racism. Ex mobster, mob associate, uh, John Alite, otherwise known as Johnny A Light, and Johnny Aletto is finally testifying against Elite. John Gotti Jr. Ooh. Alite. In his racketeering charges, and apparently he's suing John Gotti Jr. and his lawyer right now because uh, he, for slander because they're they're claiming that he started fire 
to this Serbian church. This guy, Johnny Alight, is, uh, is an Albanian. Uh-huh. He was on Curtis Lee was program today talking about some of the case. You know, Curtis Lee was threatened by John Jr. Um, some years ago, uh, John Jr. was <laughs> allegedly was going to kidnap and murder him. So oh. he doesn't have the closest relationship with Curtis Sliwa. He's so. nerdy What's the church? Yeah. Is the church the one that just burnt down in the, the historic one in New York? Uh, I, I don't just... know how historic it is, actually. It could be the one. I read a... Uh... Aren't all of them that burned down historic? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> this hot dog stand that I constructed somebody, out of wood this morning? It's historical. It's <laughs> It's historical. It was made in 1986. 1986. <laughs> Still historical. Historical by American standards. Right. It was made in 1990. But the spin doctor split there. So there's like a bunch of like dorky mobsters going on like right now. Like just get stop being so. Yeah, tough enough. Just, yeah, they like, <laughs> shouldn't be in all this trouble. <laughs> Grow some stunyats. What's happening Take on the somebody coast? Out. I hear there's some big news in La La Land, yes? Yes. Like what? Well. The rain? The rain is subsided, but it's still cloudy. And I love it. Love it. And, nice. Uh, it's a good change from all that damn sunshine. Love it. And it is. It's we, true. Yeah, it is. It humanizes I enjoy the a rainy day. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, it's so I'll, rare I'll, down here. I'm uh, welcoming it with an open penis. <laughs> it was nothing but rain that I had to stand dude. outside in I mean, New Jersey last week in my excursion. I've seen it uh, uh, I finally yeah. washed my car, but it'll probably get dumped on with acid rain. Oh, yeah. Of course. Day. The day after. But anyway. So. Yeah, what's the big news in well, City of the I Angels? got a sex change. Uh, I'm having it for once. How are we doing in here, Cumberland Farms? The uh, we talked about this before. We wanted to mention this. Of course, Hollywood is very movie driven, and this uh, yeah. Captain America sure. film, The Civil War, which mm. grossed, uh, I think it's 182 million. It's uh, fifth best all time. Kind of 182 million. I'm telling you, those superhero films. They're just oh. going to keep pumping those out. It's I just want to so know. It's unimaginable. I mean, in, could you just picture amazing. an open field at Gettysburg or Shiloh Hill? Suddenly, this guy comes flying out of the sky and with this giant frisbee that just throws it at lightning speed and starts severing people's bodies in half. Right, he's kicking ass at Manassas. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's Captain America: Civil War. Super strength. Which superheroes are fighting for the slaves? And what you're against them. That's what that's what they haven't addressed. That's the oh, real story. Way. Yeah, Which one did we talk about? I, I saw the first one. I liked I it. I think it's um, an, <laughs> an Avengers <laughs> Civil War. Not all superheroes feel the same way about the Dakis. <laughs> they all feel differently. And it's ironic. They have Black Panther, who shows up new. New character. Very, very strong. Very cool character. But his name's Black Panther. I always thought that was a little Black- <laughs> yeah, That's kind of a... It's like, how about just Panther? That's a stunt right there. Yeah, right, of course. How was Iron Man in it? He's always good, right? Oh, he's the best. He, um... Well, I didn't see it. I just, um... No. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought 
it's another superhero movie. It's going to break every record. You know, like every new big movie. So yeah. Star Wars broke the record. Whatever was before yeah. that was like just a couple months earlier. Exactly. Uh, I thought I mean, this one was going to come in and shatter every record. Yeah. yeah. When is the so next superhero going going to break the all-time power pot in one weekend? Yeah, you know, I thought it was going to be Batman and Superman, but that fizzled. I mean, it yeah. did well financially, but it wasn't you know, like I a quarter think what they that thought. the trailer didn't do it justice because you, it was given no. away that Wonder Woman, she comes in and suddenly she breaks up the fight. Right. So now yeah. we know nobody's going to win. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's so true. Well, that's how those movies are. It's like, set it all up. It's like a Freddy vs. Jason. There's fans of each, so they're not going to alienate one completely. Right. right. They give you like a little bit of each, but. It looks like Jason won, and he kind of did win kinda the fight because I don't know where. Well, Freddy could dead anyway, so yeah, I, I don't know. know. I, don't know I, that. I don't know what Freddy had left in him. I don't know if he was just going to bite him in the balls. Right, at that point <laughs> that's all I can do. Yeah. Kind of wink and bite down in this his meat Test, too bad. Freddy, Jessica. Yeah. So oh, I was that's always Jason. Fight. That's why I loved at the I end of Freddy vs. Jason. He pulls him back. Into uh, into Crystal Lake. Yes. Like get back uh, in here so with Freddie. Speaking of Crystal Lake, one thing I never understood about that film, and John, you know that I've seen those movies as yourself, and Mike, I know you've seen them too. So Jason drowned as a child, but how did he grow to be like how an eight foot man? Well, nobody ever really watches the second one. I notice it's rarely played on television, but yeah, uh, yeah it, I guess it's right. supposed to be that he didn't really drown. He just kind of grew in the wilderness of <laughs> he almost Crystal ran. Lake, which was supposed to be Stanhope, New Jersey, and he, he uh, or somewhere in that area. And then he grows up to be like a twenty-one-year-old, still a mutant, but he's he's <laughs> yeah. gained some survival skills. Because the second one is where he has the shack with the shrine of his mom in there. Yeah. So he's so, okay. So they're showing that he's living in the woods, and he's kind of. Growing. I don't remember the second one. I remember the first one because it's yeah, not again rarely played. Right. The only my closest connection to the second one, of course, um, I, I did an independent film some years back with the Jason of the second. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, Steve Dash, who he really did most of the stunts. Whenever he played Jason, oh, no way. they were stunts. So there's actually two Jasons. He did most of the stunt coordination. Um, and I used to say to him, Do you know, you really got shafted because the first one always on doesn't even have to be halloween time jason oh, yeah. takes manhattan great. at least three or four times. great movie yeah <laughs> living um, in the city ain't no big deal you gotta have a heart <laughs> they're, made of they're played. the second one yeah not so much can we back up to jason takes manhattan which was filmed almost entirely in vancouver <laughs> do you remember the scene where he kicks the uh the the, the beatbox the the uh the boo box and the and oh, the gang the eighties yeah. gang goes yo dead meat slime bag and they pull out like a pocket <laughs> no, it's knife cool, it's cool switchblade it's cool man yeah the butterfly switchblade no it's cool man. best one's Jason Five a new beginning where you're like oh it was the ambulance driver the whole time because that <sighs> what what were they doing with that one I want to watch all of them again but I never will. Tell you what I watched last night. How did we get on Jason? Mike and I, I know you, we've watched this. Scariest one in the franchise. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. It was on recently. Seriously? I just watched it. 
Yeah, it was on. It was on the telly. Yeah, <laughs> creepy as hell. Really? Halloween three is the scariest one. It's so ridiculous. I'm it's impressed. it's stupid. like how do these snakes and and is worms that the one with bust and bust? bugs come out of these masks all of a sudden? Well, yeah. you know the Shamrock Mask Company. Is that but the one uh, it, it was kind of a clever storyline. Right. Not at all. Yeah, it was. It was it. There's no yeah, uh, it's Michael Myers in Irish it. guy. The guy Tommy who played uh, Joe Kennedy in the Rat Pack. That's right. That's right. He's the head of the uh, Shamrock Mask Company. Tom so, Atkins. Uh, did you guys watch SNL this weekend? Did you see the, uh, the church no, chat? I was so tired. I couldn't stay awake. It was um, so funny. I want to see the clips of it, so try not to spoil too much. Eh, you can spoil it. I'll see him anyway. Dana Carvey is so good. I won't spoil it. I don't know why it. he was there. Yeah, maybe he was just in town or something, and he was stopping by, and he said, "Hey, Lauren, hey, Dana, you want to be on?" Yeah, because that's a, that's a, that's, an odd, that's an odd sketch to bring back. Well, yeah. it was Trump and Cruz were the uh, the guests, and Cruz kind of like <laughs> he basically is church ladies like. So what are you gonna go do now, Ted? Just go back to being Satan? (laughs) (laughs) Who who do you think does the best Trump impression? It's gotta be Fallon, right? Well, Biscardi is the best impressionist, but Jimmy Fallon's pretty good. No, Jimmy was. I mean, I can't even do Barry Gibb the way Jimmy can. He's great. I wonder what Ted Cruz would have said about that sketch. Well, you know. There it is. Matthew. Uh, SNL represents what I call a failure <laughs> in New York values. And I've said it time and time again. I mean, let's talk about the New York values. They're not funny. Ted, didn't you lose? Didn't you drop out? Maybe you should have embraced some values. Anything. I, Ted Cruz is still going strong, and uh, we're just going to sit That's on the sidelines for a little while. That's not true. Until we sabotage the it's Trump valid. campaign. Sabotage. At the until convention, we... and that's all I'm going to say about that. Don't all ask right. me for my battle plan. Fair enough. Your time's up, Mr. Cruz. Uh, Mr. Sanders, what is My your rebuttal? Time has just begun. Mr. Sanders, your rebuttal, please. <laughs> no, I, I, I need you to get the, the three of them, the third being Kate Jenner. We need to get them on the show together in a potpourri of impressions. John, you mentioned... Uh, a menagerie. You mentioned on your MySpace page this morning, um, Through the Looking Glass... Oh, yes. As an Alice through the looking glass. The blockbuster? <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen. Coming back to another Johnny Depp movie. Oh, really? And yeah. He's in it, too? He is in it. I saw him. I'm really interested in it because, I don't know, when I saw that Johnny Depp was playing the Mad Hatter in the Alice in Wonderland, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's just like Willy Wonka is in Alice in Wonderland. Uh, I know. This right, that was the peak of the... Oh, you know what's uh, weird is that human animation, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's so yeah. getting old. All right. The uh, the Alice in Wonderland movie is like the sixth or seventh highest uh, grossing film of all time. It's weird. Yes, it but it did over huge. a billion. Yeah, 
Did you watch it? Yeah, I saw it. It was, it was mind blowing. It wasn't. It wasn't bad at all. I mean, I I watched it. I didn't watch it's, it in the theaters. I saw it uh, on Netflix, I think, or DVD or something. But yeah, I, I didn't mind it. I like the story. It was fascinating to look at. I was at the very least. It was visually arousing. <laughs> so it it tickled the visual boner. <laughs> And now they're doing through the looking glass. So I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. The first one made so much money. What are the, what, I don't really know. Is through the looking glass the sequel to Alice in Wonderland? I, I guess it's know. one of I Lewis mean, Carroll's books. I just don't know if it's the sequel. Yeah, when it's just was like this another Justice League really established yeah. in, the, in the world of comic books or the politically correct uh, graphic novels? <laughs> comic books is very <laughs> racist to me. Politically correct. Uh, I mean, I, I think they just the screenwriters write them as they go along, and and they probably just hire these comic book writers, yeah. graphic novelists, artists to go along with it. Hey, here's what's going to happen. Um, we're we're going to have actually a big royal rumble of not just Superman, Batman, Spider Man. We're, we're even going to have uh, Lex yeah. Luger. They're in there. Everybody is yeah. one big smudge. Right. And you need to write it. Frankenberry. G.I. Joe Ninja. You know, yeah. yeah. Those guys, too. Uh, I was talking to someone recently that worked for Disney, and he was saying if it's a Disney film, um, they look. They put a lot of emphasis on the aftermarket value of like action figures, so they'll just throw things in there, like uh, maybe give them purple hair, even though they, they wouldn't have had purple hair in the novel. Or whatever, because they're thinking, well, we can change this because we'll sell more toys well, yeah. afterwards. Ever since, ever since uh, Heath Ledger, whatever he, whatever, ever since yeah. what he did with the Joker, now everyone's like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I like, change it, make want. it totally yeah. make him a woman from, from the comic. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a penis. Yeah. On his but the so. Justice League, I mean, that was something that was like a cartoon in the eighties. So nice. that 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 makes sense, but. It is heading towards everything blending all together. Um, but yeah, through the looking glass, I, 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 I'm intrigued now. I think I'm going to yeah. I think I'm going to check it out. I, I think it's fun. The, the it's a fun date of movie. the it's, Ninja Turtles, yeah. I really don't because I mean kids today, I don't know if they play with it. kids don't want to play with action figures anymore. I mean, none of my um, nephews or even cousins kids, they're they're not interested. Right, they have um, games, video yeah, games. They have video games, you know. On their phone. And for me, you know, maybe it's for our generation. We were obsessed with Ninja Turtles in '91, well, '90, '89 to '90, I guess. Oh yeah. But um, had them all. I look back. Metal. And I'll admit, I, I was I was in the scene for a while, and I look back and say, this is dumb. <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm almost ashamed to, to well, say this. I don't know what entertained me about the, these New York City turtles who were nursed by a rat in some sewer. Wise rat. You, Sounds like the Kardashians. It's basically Yoda in rat form. Yeah. I was like, this is dumb. He was wise. I, I don't need to bring this back to my childhood. I was happily – I was very happy with it being forgotten. Yeah, I was medicated at that point. I, had, I don't – I don't no, need this. My, uh, my, for sure. My cousin's kids, uh, when we were down the shore last summer, 
They all had Ninja Turtles. They were all dressed in Ninja Turtle t-shirts wow. and bathing really? suits. Yeah, so they made a big comeback. There. It must be. I mean, they made a sequel. They sell toys. Yeah. They're just kind of the toys are just a little advanced. They're way mm. cooler. They're a little scarier, kind of like they're tougher. They're almost too real. Yeah, like almost too steroided up. You have to actually the feed them. <laughs> but they yeah, weren't even really good for kids. I mean, kids were would fight over. Um, oh yeah, you know the the kids. I I I remember this being in school and um, kids like trying to to trade and and almost steal. <laughs> I mean, they really were an obsession. Right, the trades, little damn things, and the cards. It was it was like such a sick obsession. Right, and uh, you know if if you were playing yeah. with like ninjas with your with your buddy, but all of a sudden. We, he broke yours. Now that like severed the friendship. Oh yeah, shit was going down. I mean, I used to be really big healthy. into Legos. I would steal Legos from school because I like I I, I just wanted it so bad. And in my <laughs> mind, it wasn't this is wrong. I just in second grade, there were these two Lego guys. One was like a butler with a tux, like a James Bond looking thing, and the other was like a mayor. He had like a, a suit. Oh. And I never saw these Legos, and I thought, I just, I need these, like, I at need home. Them for I just, and I was blinded by, I love these Legos so much. Like, I'm not, I didn't look at, it like, this is stealing. So I just, yeah. like, put them in my backpack, and I took them home, and I was like, Mom, I got Legos. It was like anything <laughs> bad, any lie or any theft you did when you were a kid. You're like, yeah. well, if no knows, it didn't really happen. <laughs> if a tree I falls in the forest, it just disappears. Yeah. <laughs> if Clark steals a book, it doesn't exist. I stole a book too. I stole a book called The Hoople's On Vacation. I just liked the cover and I was like, I'm taking this. So in fifth grade I was like, I need to go back inside to get something in recess and I like went in there and like put it down my pants. Like the th- mm-hmm. my parents probably would have bought like the three dollar book. But right. I thought I just want I just need this. The Hoople's On Vacation. H O O P P E L S. Yes. Classic. Clearly, everyone's heard of that. So, I'm facing charges. Um, while we're looking up the hoopals, we mentioned this is this is big news. Might have might have would have happened. Coulda shoulda woulda sooner. But Ozzy Osbourne yeah. and Sharon have uh, thirty three years. Thirty three years. They split. Now I think. I think Ozzy is so far gone from the drugs. Oh, yeah. And she's so sharp that they were like a great couple, you know, because like yin and yang, like she filled in where he couldn't do it and he was the bread maker, you know. But as she got more successful over the years and he kind of was out there, somebody was probably messing around. Mm. Sharon doesn't need him and he's probably like just basically dead. Yeah. Probably just sits there all day and tries to work the remote control. I mean, he's got to be pushing uh, push 70 now. And he's at 69, 70. He's he said, keep, I, in fact, that's scary if he's at the age of 69 with the other rock stars. I've been yeah. sober for three years. <laughs> no, three and one quarter years. That's what he said. <laughs> What's the point at that three point? Three and one quarter years. Uh, right. Wait, with one exception from yesterday. Right. Well, yes, and, right. Uh, 
because the, the rumor was that they broke up because he relapsed. And then the other one was that he oh. they broke up because he's having an affair with like a hairstylist. Oh. Or maybe she's having an affair with a hairstylist. I don't know. Or maybe she's a hairstylist. Or maybe I don't know. I, it's just uh, one of those things that you kind of saw coming. You know, Sharon yeah. is successful on her own. She's like all over the place. It's hard to get away from her. Right. She's yeah. She's on. Uh, she's got all those shows. And she's in the morning. she like writes things. And she's on. Yeah, she's bringing it in. Yeah. How much are they worth? Remember the uh, remember the show, The Osbournes. Oh my! That was like it, a good reality show. Like you could it, watch like, that and be like entertained. It's in the beginning yeah. of the reality show, like explosion of watching a famous person on television. You know. Yeah, and actually, somebody like you know that was famous regardless that, it, that achieved something first. Right. That had a talent. <laughs> Oh, why are they on? Oh, well, they're the Osbournes. Okay. Well, why are they on? Well, he was in 98 Degrees, and that's Jessica Simpson. Okay. Okay. Why are they on? Their dad was a lawyer back in the early 90s, and he's dead now, but these are his kids. <laughs> what? It's it's talent. It's entertaining. Right. Right. Remember the, so, the guy from Blink-182 had a reality show, too? Travis uh, Barker? And then he decided to survive a plane crash. That would have been awesome if it was on his yeah. reality show. Oh, ratings would have been up for that one. Did he have it before or after the crash, the reality show? I think it was before. Uh, I think it was before. Stupid! Who else was in the crash? Wasn't it DJ a- AM? Was he in that? Yeah, he died, I think. But uh, Barker lived, and it's apparently in his book. And apparently it's amazing. Like, the whole description of the crash and how he survived. And, like, something worse happens to him, like, along the way. Like, the guy from Leonard Skinner that survived the crash. He stumbled on the barn and the farmer shot him after he just survived the plane. Something like that happens to Travis Barker. You know, Leonard Skinner is a band where when they crashed in the Convair, I forget the name of the plane, but it was, it was like, five or six of the, like, eight members died. And 40 years later, they're like, I just saw a commercial. Leonard Skinner at Chumanga Casino and Resort. But there's, yeah. there's nobody original from that lineup. No, it's just people trying to make a dime. Dude, I saw them. I saw them live on the beach down there. Were they there. good? They were amazing. But, you know, I was bombed. Well, I mean, I, I'm the, sure it's great live. One of the survivors but, you know, being questioned. Yeah. This, and this was, what, 1976, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, he asked, so do you see a future in Leonard Skinner and he says I don't think so <laughs> I don't, there you have it I don't think so I we're don't done. think so yeah. half of the guys are gone Van Zandt's dead where are we going to go from here oh right. well, he's got a brother well wait a minute now we got to right. reconsider oh, he's got yeah. a nephew it can keep it going it doesn't matter people don't really and who can't cover you know eight of their hits they're all right. great yeah. Everybody yeah, I can play like four of them myself. Like anybody can right. cover this, you know. <laughs> right. It's it's, it's like what crowd loves it. Van Halen, they they kept changing singers, and finally they went with the guy from Extreme. Remember that guy from the band Extreme? You know, Extreme, more than words. Extreme. They used like that Gary uh, as I think his name was Gary Sharon as their lead singer. Like they were just kind of digging deep, like late nineties. <laughs> They're like, well, he was in a band. Just put him on stage. You know. Chicks will dig him. It won't matter if he has talent. That's not really an interchangeable singer. I don't think you can. David no. Roth can't really sub. 
No. I don't know. Well, anybody know about this Jesse McCartney kid when he's done? Because he was on the Fear the Walking Dead. And I thought he did a hell of an acting job. I gotta Who? say. Uh, very annoying character, but all credit to the actor. Jesse McCartney? Yeah, he was on Fear the Walking Dead last night. He turned what into character? a zombie. He was a pop star. Oh. You know, I know that name. I want to say I'm going to look yeah, it up. Yeah, what I right. said when I saw that he was on on the Talking Dead. I, I said sounds that familiar. Sounds familiar. Wasn't he a teen pop tart? <laughs> Had to be. <laughs> Which I looked it up. He was, but uh, I, I don't know. It was music. He was Jack. Yeah, he was. He was Reed or something. Reed. Oh, Reed. I thought he was yeah. Jack. That was on the. the no, Jack was the other kid. Uh, he was Reed. Oh, uh, Reed. Yeah. Doesn't Reed get bit? Yes, he does. Oh shit, Clark! You haven't seen it. He was on the boy band Dream Street. What? Do we all know who that is? Because I don't. Let's see, I do. Yeah, you've seen it. He's been in things. It looks like, but I yeah, don't exactly. know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the He's name sounded things. familiar. Uh, I just personally oh, couldn't put a song to the face. Yeah, he goes from like the leader of the takeover, then he becomes kind of like drunk, then. Well, I'll stop there, Clark. But that was so good. God, that yeah, episode that was, was so good. I have to say, this show did a total 180. Yes. Um, actually, no, not 180. Maybe I should say 360. It came all the way around right. in a full circle to something new because it was circle. so bad circle. the first season. That uh, it was like a, pl- it wasn't even like a show. I, I thought it should have been canceled after like the third episode. Duke. It was so bad. Oh, but now watch it. I'd be willing Diarrhea. to venture that this Duke. show is on its way to being better than The Walking Dead. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier to me. I thought that was interesting <laughs> that it's it's redeeming yeah, itself and it's working. Of, and I'm not the only one to say this. According to you know, because Project Casting never lies. Um, no. I always gospel. Yeah, I always enjoy reading those headlines, but one of the headlines was their ratings are at an all-time low, which maybe they were because I personally wasn't crazy about a lot of the episodes in the last season. Yeah. It wasn't until Jeffrey Dean Morgan came onto the scene at the very last five minutes of the series. Um, I think it is a better show. I was quite riveted. Yeah, it's... it's it's like, sprouting into all these different veins, and they're all really interesting. And I don't know, all the characters are just being developed. Yeah. How about when the, yeah. the kid, the kid swims with his shit tied to his like ankle? Yeah, in the oh Shawshank. Yeah. Escape. <laughs> so awesome. Oh, Clark, you got to get on that man. I got to I got to catch up tonight. Yeah. We're back show. two episodes. Obviously, I think you saw when people got on the boat, right? Right. Are you that caught up? I'm two episodes behind. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. All right. So okay. you got to see last night and last week. Yeah. I'm going to watch them tonight, back to back. I'm going to fire it's, up the troll. It's terrific. It's terrific. <laughs> Have you guys heard uh, – by the way, tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. Let us know what you think. You guys, so we John, have some you new ideas while we're on the topic for some of our listeners. Um, it was an interesting Good. idea. Tinder tales. Tweet us your Tinder tales. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah, I, I, I came up with this idea. Tinder. 
while uh, I was actually at my excursion last week and a bunch of the young single guys. Uh, they were on Tinder and they were swiping left, swiping right. And I honestly, I, I had heard about this, this site. Um, Me too. I, I did that one act play a couple months ago when it was based on the Tinder trend. But I never really got oh, yeah. to know because I'm married. I, I didn't know anything well, yeah. specific to the site, what how it really worked. I think you had to pay for it. Apparently you don't. I would recommend staying away from Tinder. I don't think it would be well-received in a marriage of morals. No. <laughs> Let's all do it. Let's all create funny profiles. Five seconds, because I wanted to see what it was all about. Then I, I noticed that my one of my social media photos and the two of us were in it. I said, yeah, this ain't going to blow up. This ain't going to I, I, I came up with the idea. I wanted people to tweet us Tinder tales. Um, I like the name. Really disastrous dates from yeah, Tinder. Tinder tales. But well, but feel heard free to a lot send of dick us. pictures too. I know a girl that used Tinder. And she's <laughs> like, you'd be surprised at the amount of dick pics I get like every day. Oh. Oh. I said that is just deplorable, disgraceful, and he has one more <laughs> motherfucker. I would damn what a damn dick fill. <laughs> so, um, I want to bring this up. There's two musical things I want to discuss before we go. John, you mentioned. A new Radiohead album and a new Justin Timberlake song. Oh, yeah. And these did. are kind of interesting because I haven't heard the Timberlake song, but I like him. I think he's, I think he's a talented dude. I don't like everything he's done, but I think he's, he's, he's very talented. Yeah, very talented. Very talented. the same way. I, I'm impressed by him in, in many ways. And then sometimes I'm like, okay, you know, what, what are you yeah. doing now? What's the next thing from you? Right. Um, but for the most part, he's pretty good. Uh, and this song, it's like he sat down and he goes, all right, I'm just going to write a song that'll be big this summer. Like, there's no way this won't be big. There's all these different parts wow. to it. There's parts that sound like Michael Jackson. There's parts that sounds like his old stuff, Timberlake's. Parts that sound like R. Kelly. You know, it's just that blueprint of, like, the Timberlake song. It right. gets slow. Sexy back. It's e so easy to remember. You remember it, like, the second time you listen to it. Um, and body. And the the title of it is even so generic and cheesy. Uh, it it's really like, is. Feel the flow. What is it called? Can't stop the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop the feeling. Like, oh, God. But I think that's so almost cheesy. Like, I think that's like a joke. You know, Timberlake, I don't think he's a dumb guy. I think. No. He's, he's like, he's like, and let's just give it a generic title, too, because it doesn't yeah. matter. It's just going to sound good. People will dance to it. And then they'll like it. He's a smart guy. I mean, he knows his shit. Yeah, usually uh, it's a home run. It's very Michael Jackson-esque right there. Hey, there you go. Got Gwen Stefani yeah. in it. Dance, dance. Yeah, Gwen it looks Stefani. like a bunch of celebs hanging out at some house, and they're like, "Just film it. We'll, we'll like put it studio. in there." That, it, that's even the video is like a mock of how easily they did this. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a message, but it's cool. I mean, and that's the funny thing because Timberlake and Michael Jackson and R. Kelly, everyone like copies them as soon as they 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 appear. So then when they put out their own shit, it almost sounds like. Generic, like what everybody else is doing, 
but because it's them that's putting it out, you kind of give it a pass. You know? Right. Like, yeah. like a lot a of musicians song, do that. I would never listen to it. Yeah, like if you have listen to like the Rolling Stones last few albums or U2, some of those songs if a band a new band did it, you'd be like this is shit. But because yes. it's U2, you're like, oh, well, it's I get it. I can find the good and yeah, I get it. Right. The the B made news today, I guess. He just revealed B. his facial tattoo. Oh yeah, it's okay. Did you see yes. that? The little yes. tiny itty bitty crucifix, I guess, below. Oh yes, he got a face tattoo. What is that? Is that so a green jelly? Yeah. The uh, yeah. So, what, what is Bieber's tattoo? I saw it's like by his eye. It's is it like a cross? Yeah. No, oh, it is. Why did he get that done? He's running out of things to do. <laughs> he's just got an ink obsession. No, because he's born again. Duh. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, why else would you get a cross tattoo on your eye? Of course. Yeah. Doesn't he already have a big one across his heart? Oh, and guess what? Does he? Resting up for does. the show in Philly, it's going to be a good one. Mark my words. With the tattoo, Clark, yeah, can't it, wait. Is, it is the size of. I can't even think like a of pin, something. Pin uh, head, right? Yes. I saw it, that. Yeah, it looks so like he just has some shit in his eye. It's like an eyelash or a yeah. long mole. It's weird. Kind of weak. It's weak. I mean, if you're going to get a tattoo on your face, do it like Tyson. You know, splatter across across your face. Right. Get the symbol that scares people. Yeah. And uh, I want to get to this. You mentioned Radiohead. They have a new album coming out. You hear they took down all their social media? They're presents. weird, aren't they? They do weird things with they're their out albums. There. They they give it out for free, and then they – what happened now? Yeah, they're out there. Uh, they they withdrew strange. all their social media posts and accounts online until the album's released. Um yeah, they're they're what? they're out there. They're weird. So they didn't advertise. No, weird. they just yeah. But everybody knows, like it doesn't matter. Like, I'm a riddle. It's like they're they're f- very talented. They're just uh. Mm-hmm. They're, they're bizarro. Just... But uh, my buddy uh, sent me one of their their singles that came out Friday, like released early. How's and it sound? He's like, I listened to it about six times in a row. After one listen, I was yeah. I felt like I was gonna like melt into like a puddle on the ground. It's very depressing and very like. Bleh. Yeah, they are they are a depressing band. But it's emotion, you know. It, it, they're good because it makes you feel that way. You know what it's, I mean? Like it's I understand charged. they have talent, and I wasn't in the mood. It was for a nineties emo group. Yes. Yeah. But I'm a that one song they do, the fake plastic trees, is haunting. Beautiful. Beautiful song. His eye is lazy. Tom York. <laughs> He's got a lazy eye. I remember their first song, their first single that came out in that weird cartoon music video that they had. Creep. That kid. Oh. Ghetto. Paranoid Android. Yes. Yeah. So weird. The kid takes a shower with his winter hat still on. It's bizarre. Very strange. You know who else was a weird band like that? Was, uh, the fuck am I thinking of? Um, uh, Pearl Jam, not not as bizarre, but they would do that thing where they like withdrew from Ticketmaster because oh, they were yeah, fighting right. and they're only doing that. They hate Ticketmaster. Yeah, battling with them. My buddy just was battling with them for the past four months. Finally got tickets to Pearl Jam in Philly. Wow, 
Yeah, they're tough to get into. Sexual. Salacious. You boys want to put this one in the W column tonight? I think we've done justice. Salacious. <laughs> Call ourselves the Justice League. <laughs> the Justice... <laughs> yes. Oh, I need to plug this, too. I did a sketch this weekend called Keeping Up with the Justice League. Oh, yeah. I, I had nothing to do with it, uh, writing-wise, but I played uh, a really shitty version of Batman in it. <laughs> and it's Not great. Not just a shitty version. He's a bit festive, if you will. But sparkles. It's, uh, it's for... Uh, my buddy Mike Chalkner did it with uh, Torio TV on Roku. And uh, nice. it'll be on there. So Cool. I can't wait. When's it come out? I don't know. They were very sketchy with the details. They didn't really know <laughs> themselves. I have, a, I have a feeling I was being ousted that I'm going to see somebody else playing Batman on there. <laughs> hey, that's my life! They just wanted you for the picture because that guy couldn't make it that day. Yeah. You were the stand-in. <laughs> stand-in. All right, hey, man. Slash it. Alright, slice it. Matthew Clark. With I gotta do something different here. That's a nice sword you got there. Found it on the side of the road and look what it says on it. Oh wait, hold on. Renaissance Fair. SeaWorld. Yeah. <laughs> SeaWorld. That's applicable. <laughs> Alright. With Justin Timberlake fan, Jonathan Hassinger, and <clears throat> Dion fan, Michael Biscardi. I am Janet Jackson fan, Matthew Clark saying, Good night, everybody. See ya. Godspeed. Bye. There's a fire starting in my heart, reaching a fever pitch, and it's bringing me out the dark. Finally, I can see you crystal clear. Go ahead and sell me out, and I'll lay your ship bare. Down.